Good evening from our NBC News headquarters in Midtown Manhattan, where we are in the midst of what appears to be a colossal and history-making blackout. Not just this city, but to massive points north and west, as far west as Cleveland, Ohio, and as far north as the Canadian cities of Ottawa and Toronto. You're tearing me apart, gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jordan. And this is episode number 246. It's our year in review, 2003. Yeah. Did you, Andrew, did you get my intro? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Kidding okay. <laughs> Still haunts me. Okay. Okay. Jordan, and did, did you recognize it or no? I don't know if I did or not. <laughs> okay. We will definitely get to it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but Jordan, thank you so much for joining us for the first time. Thank you for having me. So Jordan, okay. Three questions. Let's start with a very basic one since our listeners have never met you before. Just like who, like, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, what, what do you, or what are you okay with people knowing? Okay. Um, so I, um, live in the Midwest and I work in healthcare in infectious disease, actually. So I kind of came across your podcast, um, later than when you guys started it around the time COVID was starting. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was some really great, uh, comfort and relief during all that. Um, that's occupied most of the last couple of years of my life. Yeah. Um, three little boys and we travel a lot and, yeah, that's uh, yeah, I remember you reached out during the pandemic and it was like just very I just, you know, hats off to you and thank you for everything you've been oh. doing over these last few years. It's made um, me a misanthrope, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, OK, so then also this is a 90s Nick podcast. I'm guessing you have some interest in 90s Nick. Uh, what, what were like your preferences, um, with nineties, Nick, did you have favorites? Oh yeah. So I think, are you afraid of the dark is probably mm-hmm. above and beyond my most favorite and the one that has the most, um, rewatchability for me, even as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have actually, I've bought all the ones that are available on Amazon and I watch them with my own kids now. Oh, and nice. We, um, that's probably my most favorite, but I also loved Pete and Pete a lot. And um, some, I, I liked all that a lot too. Those are probably my top three. Hmm. Have you, have your kids gotten into it or are they just like, this is like weird stuff mom likes? They have kind of gotten into it, but I feel like for us, I remember being really scared of Are You Afraid of the Dark when I was their age. Yeah, and they yeah. seem supremely jaded by it. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> they may be kind of like, well, this is all right, but I don't know. They're just not as impressed by the graphics of the early 90s as I was. <laughs> I think that makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now we're talking 2003. So like when you think of 2003 Jordan, like what? where were you in life? What was, what was happening? So this is actually, I'm really excited that I um, am able to do this year. So this was the year I turned 16. So... I can actually remember a lot from 
this time, um, especially when we start talking about like music, um, because this was not only yeah. where I remember picking out songs and discovering things organically kind of in real time for the first time, but also being able to drive and listen to music is just kind of a whole other level mm. of experiencing oh, it. Man. So mm. yeah. a lot of this stuff has some real, um, I guess, sentimental <laughs> value to me. <laughs> But yeah, I was, uh, I guess, a sophomore, junior in high school. Yeah, 16 and driving. That's exciting. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, I, I also, as I was looking through this year, felt really um, attached to a lot of the stuff that came out from this year, which is interesting because I feel like I had never thought about the year 2003 since. Mm-hmm. Um, but Andrew, did you did you have any kind of similar experience of... Uh, being kind of wowed by the varied options. Oh yeah. Um, certain things on here. I'm like, especially music, I think um, was a pretty big year. Uh, yeah. Just stuff that I, I don't, like a lot of stuff that affected me or that I guess I probably had in my car for like months on end at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty. I feel like this is the first year where I can stop guessing at like maybe what my favorite thing was because a lot of this stuff is stuff I still consume in a weird way. Like I I listen to a lot of these bands still and I watch a lot of these movies and um, the TV shows. So like it feels like I'm officially out of that time zone of where it's like, well, I kind of like this as a kid, but I kind of like this now as an adult. It feels like it's starting to blend a little bit. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. No more like, um, I don't know, 1992 like where, where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I love Nick Hayward. It's like, <laughs> yeah, six year old me was so into Nirvana. Um, no, I like I don't have to guess anymore. So that's a relief. Yeah, though twenty years ago doesn't feel like that long. Like it no longer. You were officially like at the age where stuff was like impressing you in the moment instead of yes. having to like remember it ten years later. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's um. I mean, it is depressing that it's that long ago, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. Uh, Andrew, what are our categories? Uh, we're going to be talking movies, TV shows, albums, songs, video games, books, and events. Yeah. Um, I have something for every category except, of course, video game. Did you mm. did you have did you have something here, Andrew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, we'll do our favorites, our close call, and Ferguson's if you have them. Obviously, never mandatory. Um, but uh, Jordan, as our guest, where would you like to start? Oh, I'm most excited about the music ones, but I feel like we should just get book out of the way. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I actually have some books. Like, uh, I, I felt so proud of myself. I was like, I found <laughs> I two books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, wow. I thought it was kind of tough. I mean, I, I had one already picked out from like months ago that just popped into my head. So I like put it down for 2003. Um, but it was kind of slim pickings, I felt like. Hmm. I think okay, so too. Well, and I. I'm a big reader. I read a lot, but I looked through this year and there were only a couple of things that I 
even felt like yeah. we're worth talking about. So. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. Uh, Andrew, what did you yeah. pick? What was your yeah. favorite book? Um, my top book for 2003 is called Double Deuce, and it's by Aaron Comet Bus. He's a um, punk drummer, like in some multiple 80s bands. I mean, he's been in bands since, but he was kind of like popular at that time and for doing a um, like regular zine that he would put out. And this is kind of like a collection of a bunch of stuff from those zines, from those original zines. But it's basically about um, a, I, I think it's fictional mostly, but like based on maybe stuff from his life, but it's about uh, kids living in this like punk house, trying to survive basically. But it's, a, but it's pretty, um, like they get pretty philosophical and um it's just like a really i don't know it it's kind of like gritty but also again philosophical it's just like it it really nails a um like a certain aesthetic that i just am drawn to um what is it called it's called double deuce double deuce okay huh yeah never heard of that one it's like little short kind of like vignette things but they're all kind of related to each other and characters like reappear and stuff oh cool this is a really fun and it's like a pretty easy read and just really kind of a fun time to me nice okay yeah i just jotted it down double deuce nice uh cool well jordan did uh, what was your favorite book of 2003 um so this is actually a book that i still recommend to people and enjoy it's called stiff by mary roach i don't know if you guys have ever read anything by her um it's nonfiction. <laughs> this and it's kind of macabre but she this is actually a book about what happens with cadavers throughout history or what happens to you mm-hmm. after you die um it's kind of a mm. playful it's really interesting um look at death and the different uses of cadavers throughout history um it talks about like body snatching and dissection and crash test dummies but it's just kind of a dark playful non-fiction book about death and what happens to cadavers she has some other things in a similar vein but did I just make it weird by picking this as my favorite? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. In fact, Andrew, I think there was a book I tried to get you to, or I kept recommending to pretty much everybody I met. Uh, it was called Rest in Pieces, The Curious Fates of Famous Corpses, mm. um, which is by Best Lovejoy. And it's, yeah, it's about like kind of the famous bodies and body parts that have been floated around throughout history. Um, this is yeah, a bright. Yeah, I feel like that. I think oh, it's like, pretty yeah, good. Right, right in my wheelhouse. Who? Uh, what's what's it called? One more time. It's called Stiff, and the author is uh, Mary Roach. Very exciting. Love me some death. Okay. <laughs> uh, very good. Um, well, my favorite book of 2003 uh, is by a guy named Eric Larson, uh, and mm-hmm. the book is called The Devil in the White City. Murder, Magic, and Madness at the Fair that Changed America. Um, yeah, Devil in the White City is a uh, it is a novel, but it is you know based in the historical events of the Chicago World's Fair. Uh, it's both about the planning of this just unbelievable kind of monumental fair 
and what was going to be there, uh, as well as the uh, murders committed by H.H. Holmes, one of America's first serial killers, uh, and how he was using the fair um, to kind of get people to come to his pretty much murder hotel where he'd kill them. Um, so it's it's kind of like a dual story of the fair and the serial killer. Um, I believe they're currently making, it's currently in production. Uh, Hulu is making, I think, a miniseries starring Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, I am not sure who he's playing. If he's, I think he's playing the architect. I do not think he's playing H.H. H. Holmes, but um, a really fascinating book. Uh, and I think it's like the only book that when I was in college, I enjoyed reading. Um, it was like assigned reading, but I actually liked it. So, um, yeah, really cool book. Interesting. I, I guess Have I've you... heard of the show. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has had like the rights to it for like 15 uh-huh. years. So I think everybody kept assuming he'd star in it. But I think him and like Scorsese are producing it and someone else is making it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a really good story. close call um yeah my close call is by another larson gary Ah. larson oh Uh, heck yeah the complete far side that came out (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah i love did far side i don't actually have it but i i do like far side did far side end that year um i don't know what year it ended but it must have been before this yeah you would oh yeah you would think so yeah um no fireside is so good i went like <laughs> deep down a rabbit hole about a year ago where like all i was doing was consuming like fireside comics so so good yeah uh, oh it, it ended in 95 mm, wow very good uh jordan close call book um um bill bryson's a short history of nearly everything is the other book that I really liked from that year that I actually own. I don't know if you've ever read anything by him. Um, no, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it basically, he takes a bunch of like big, big questions that people have um, and kind of addresses them. It's, I guess, kind of like a philosophy, nonfiction essays type um, book, but he's really funny, a uh, really good writer. So another science book. Yeah, that sounds interesting. (laughs) A short, you said it's called A Short History of Nearly Everything? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good title. Um, Okay. Very cool. Uh, My close call is Moneyball, The Art of Winning an Unfair Game. Um, Very good. (laughs) Do I sense sarcasm, Andrew? (laughs) Maybe a little. Uh, This is by Michael Lewis. Um, it's, uh, it's just like a very fascinating look at how kind of baseball and sports in general changed. Um, it, it does have, uh, it has a focus on the Oakland athletics. If if you've seen the 2000, I think 11 movie with Brad Pitt, it's kind of like that, but, uh, way more like technical. Um, but it's, uh, you know, if you're a baseball person, uh, or sports person, it's kind of an enjoyable read and it's. Those are the only two books I read that year, so <laughs> that, I, that I that I know of that I know of. Um, so yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, do you guys either know or have a guess for what the best-selling book of the year was? Oh sure. Uh, was there a Harry Potter book that year? 
Um, you know what? I think there was, but I don't think it was the best selling. Oh, wait, I know. Okay. Uh, da Vinci Code. Yep, you got yeah. it. Um, <laughs> have any of remember, you read Da Vinci Code? No. No, no neither have I, I. I remember the um, waitresses at work where I was working at the time were all reading it and raving about it. I thought it was uh, goofy, but yeah. yeah. Um, well, can I can I uh, read some of our listener picks? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of Harry Potter, I'm Drunk Man picked Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix. Uh, our friend Vincenzo and Honky J picked Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie also liked Moneyball. Ew. Hmm. Um, Nikki liked The Devil Wears Prada. Um, both Joey and Teddy uh, picked The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night Time by Mark Haddon. Hmm. Um, Sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, our friend Clayton picked uh, Blankets by Craig Thompson. And our friend James picked A Mountain to the North uh, by Laszlo. Oh, boy. Krasnahowski. Um yeah. Wow, I haven't heard of these. I like this, though. I feel like yeah. these are some interesting picks this time around. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Multiple people picked the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Yeah, that's true. It's a cool title. I can, yeah, yeah, I can see the cover of that book because I've seen that in bookstores for years. Um, it's got like a little upside down dog on it, but I've never read it. Hmm. Never even heard of it, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Did you guys have any Fergusons? Uh, no. no. No, neither did I. All right. All right. Books gets off easy. Uh, Andrew, where should we go next? Um, why don't we do? Uh, let's do video game. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, forget okay. it. Forget it. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do a bigger, a bigger. One, okay. Okay. I guess. Right. Uh, let's do. Um, let's do album. Ooh! Oh, dang! I mean, this is big. This is a big yeah. category for me. Yeah, this is gonna <laughs> take like five hours. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, mine. My pick was easy for me. It was gonna be this. It's the weaker than's reconstruction site. Just one more drink and then I should be on my way. That's to me. That's their. That's like the album by them. Um, this whole album is great from beginning to end. A lot of, a lot of like really great songs. I won't list them yet now, but um, and it, there's like a through line on this album from beginning to end. That's like a, a loose story, sort of. Um, it just uh, anyway. I loved this album when it came out. Just like one of those. CDs that I've had in my car multiple times for months at a time, just like heard it a million times and still love it. Um, so 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know why their music just like nails it for me. Um, pretty like very what you would call uh, the the main guy, John K. Sampson, uh, a real wordsmith. Yeah. Um, I also love this album. Uh, it's it's not my pick, but um, it is. I, it's really the only weaker than album that I've kind of real I'd say honestly dug into but it's mm-hmm. it's so like peppy and like yeah. rocking and interesting um, yeah really cool pick you're, you're not going to give away your favorite track quite yet um no no I, I yeah, okay we'll, okay we'll okay um very cool uh Jordan are you familiar with the weaker thens yeah this was actually on my not so short list of albums but not my pick really good album i didn't discover it until later though it was not an in real time favorite for me but it's great yeah yeah Yeah. well what did you go with um i picked uh the shins album shoots too narrow after all these implements and text designed by intellects so vexed to find evidently there's so much that hides and though the saints of us divine in ancient feeding lines their sentiment is just as hard to pluck from the This is one of my favorite albums um, of theirs and then also just in general that I still listen to all the time. Um, I actually saw them play, not this album, they were playing, they had played some songs from it a couple months ago. Um, But I remember buying this in real time, like in 2003 and getting the insert out and playing with it and it kind of unfolds like a shoots and ladders board game Um, and you know, that's when you memorized all the lyrics from the from the printed CD insert and not from the Spotify synced yeah. lyrics. Um, but I just feel like as this entire album is just it's just so good. Yeah. Even twenty also years later, it. so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a. Uh, do you have any favorite tracks, or do you are you saving that? I I will save them. I have. I like more than I don't like, but yeah, I'll save it. I, I mean, they're all just, it was really hard for me to pick the one off of it that I liked the most, but yeah. mm, Okay. This is my, this is my eighth favorite album of the year. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I like to, Andrew, you know, I like to make a list and uh, let's see. Um, my favorite song is my ninth favorite song of the year, which is St. Simon. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a very good. Uh, yeah, they've been they've been touring for. Is it Inverted World or what? What are they touring for? Yeah, they were playing like it was like the twentieth reunion tour of that. But then um, they ended up just playing a bunch of. After they finished that, they played some off of um, a lot of their more popular stuff off of other albums too. It was great. Cool. Nice. It was a good show. Yeah, I've yet to see them live. Andrew, have you seen them? I don't think so. Yeah. He sounds exact. I mean, it's like exactly like listening to the the album. He puts on a really good show. I mean, it's just 
it's it's great. It's really it's an experience. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever thought what's his name? James Mercer is that? Mm-hmm. Have you ever so. thought that he looks a little bit like Kevin Spacey? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> now, now I guess yeah. I guess you can see it now. Hold on, I'm googling it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Do you see it? <laughs> I see it now. Yeah, it's like um, the moment I was like, this guy kind of looks like Kevin Spacey. I could, could not unsee it. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got to see him live without thinking about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, well, my favorite album is not what I thought I would go with, but I was like, you know what? Be, on- be honest with yourself, Joey. This is the album you listened to the most in 2003 and it's still one i really adore uh that is the album is called in reverie and it's by saves the day I don't know like I know saves the day's first two albums before this one I think are the ones people uh, cherish a little more f- I think people cherish them a little bit more but in reverie is for people who really like kind of um, it's like saves the day doing the Beatles that's the only way I can describe it is like super interesting chords great lyrics really melodic um, it rocks. It, it, it can slow down. Um, the album art. I always have loved the album art for In Reverie. Um, Andrew, did, were, did you ever get into this yeah. one or no? Yeah, yeah. I like okay. this one. Both of yours, uh, both of your guys' um, picks are on my close calls list. Okay. Um, couldn't keep it down to one nearly, but uh, yeah, very good album. Um, still listen to it. I mean, still like have it on in my shuffle of songs that i listen to yeah yeah and our it was really weird at the time like a couple years after this came out our friends who have been on the podcast daniel and bobby remember they got to go to california and they recorded with chris conley the lead singer of uh saves the day so that was like super like I, i just remember being so excited for them like they lived in his house and like recorded with him and uh that was so cool yeah, I remember, uh, this is totally off topic now, but I remember getting um, a Saves the Day shirt from Bobby. Like, it was his shirt and he didn't want it anymore for some reason. I was like, this is great. And, um, <laughs> it was one of my favorite shirts for years. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they are a little underloved. They were really just a fun band. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, In Reverie's The Pick. Um, Very good. Yeah. Uh, close calls. Um, yeah, I my close call. I've got a tie because both of these albums were like just uh, two more albums I listened to like crazy. Um, one is Beulah Yoko. Oh my uh, gosh! For me, that is the Beulah album. Um, All right. 
Witch. Just like, I, that's the one that like just connected with me. Um, so good. Just like, that that was the one that I just found. Or like, I, I think I that was a album that I just like picked up from uh, Best Buy somehow. And uh, like without knowing much about it beforehand. And it just turned out to be so good. It was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, no, it is, um, that is, a uh, such a good album, and that was definitely one that felt like a much music. Mm, yeah, um, that could be. That did, Jordan, did you, did you get much music where you're at? Much music? Yeah, have you heard of that? No. No, mm. okay, it was a, it was a Canadian, it was like the Canadian version of MTV, but oh. all they played was pretty much indie rock, <laughs> which I feel oh, like was so probably, cool. yeah, yeah. And I feel like that had to be probably kind of informative for us, Andrew, since we watched a lot of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're a lot like... closer to Canada than I am, so. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Right across the lake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. That was like the great MTV, the good MTV. Yeah. Um, so I love that album so much. Uh great one and the other one is uh yeah 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 is fever to tell mm. um just love it i i don't know how i started listening to them but um that album in particular like just another one of those ones that i listen to over and over again um something just so good and hard rocking about it oh my gosh yeah A dynamic yeah it's um, so good I have to say, I'm I am capital S shocked that uh, the Strokes is not. Either I actually just googled it oh, because that's yeah. my definitive close call, and I'm like, did I mess up the year? Because <laughs> I thought oh, he was going to pick it. Nice. No, I. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's my next like next one on the list. I just gave so much uh, credit to them last episode that i just thought oh you know i'll I'll, like try to highlight one of these other ones um sure but but i it's a great album and it's it uh it was i mean it's like really maybe as good as the first one it just came after the first one so it feels like maybe one small tiny step down from the first one for me but hmm Okay. This uh, is this. So this is your close call, Jordan. Yes, this is my definitive close call. The Strokes' uh, "Room on Fire." Um, I think it's just as good as the first one. In fact, I actually don't think I really started listening to The Strokes until this came out because I was a little younger whenever the first one came out. So this kind of introduced me to them, and I then discovered the first album after. So. Maybe that's why this feels like the first one too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely feels like a like almost a perfect continuation of that of the first album. Like in a way that I'm not sure any other two albums feel. Do you do you guys think that the Strokes albums are like good in order of how they came out? Like your favorite to mm. least favorite. I don't know. The first two, I feel like, are are very like equally good, comparable for me. I, I it's probably pretty close to that for me. Um, though I really like 
all of them. Yeah. Um, but those, those first two do feel like they could be the same long album, like one album. Um, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, they definitely seem like uh, they're still making interesting music, but I just like yeah. it feels like you're never going to match the energy of those first two or three. Yeah. I mean, it's like, to me, uh, with The Strokes, it's like a... It's like The Matrix coming out for the first time, where it's like, it can't be better than this. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Well, my favorite, or my close call, I should say, uh, is an album... Uh, by a guy named Cass McCombs, uh, and the letter the album is just the letter A. It's just called A. Um, and uh, if you're really into singer songwriters, uh, Cass McCombs is like his early stuff is just hard to beat. Um, this album A, and then an album called Dropping the Dropping the Writ are two of my all time favorites. Um, Andrew, you saw him live with me, right? Because I think he opened up for the Walkman. Hmm. I mean, that sounds familiar. I know you've talked about him a lot. Uh, I uh, just, for some reason, he's just like hasn't lodged into my brain. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to go too long on it. I mean, I don't think most people are like super excited about Cass McCombs, but this album was um, one that I discovered in college and it was just to me like one of those kind of uh, shifted I think my music palette a little bit like just that important when I heard it I was like whoa what am I listening to right now Um, I got to meet him brief Uh, actually so a friend of the podcast Chris he went to see Cass McCombs with me and he knew I was very nervous Um, I had bought the vinyl of this album A and I really wanted his autograph, but I had read that he does not like signing autographs. So Chris like ripped the vinyl out of my hand and like walked over to him with a Sharpie and was like, hey man, will you sign this? <laughs> and uh, I, he looked like mortified, like Casper Combs looked like, <laughs> like, uh, but like he, like so on the spot cause Chris was being yeah. so assertive yeah. uh, that he was like, uh, okay. So I feel very lucky because uh, I have a signed copy of a Cass McCombs album. And I think nice. That's like not all too common. So um, shout out cool. to Chris. Yeah, shout out to Chris <laughs> for being a good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like absolutely the type of thing I do not have it in me to do. But uh, Chris <laughs> is so good at that stuff. Um, uh, other other album? Is there any other albums you want to shout out? Because I have a whole big list. Yeah. Yeah, I got some. Um, be uh, stuff that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, New Pornographers, electric version. Love oh. that album. Uh, just super poppy and just sounds great. Uh, Granddaddy, someday. That's probably my favorite of their albums. Um, Not a Surf, Let Go. Mm. Blink One Eighty Two, self titled. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie, Transatlanticism. Uh, Lesson Jake Anthem. Dandy Warhol's Welcome to the Monkey House. And that's it. Cool. Jordan, any others? Um, I also had new pornographers and not a surf on my short list. Um, but I also, there's um, 
an album I listened to a lot in college called um, Happiness that the Weeklies do. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. It's more folky. Oh, yeah. mm. I love that album. And then I have the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs on mine, too. And then, nice. actually, um, <laughs> Brand New had an album come out that year that I really enjoyed at the time. don't listen to it as much now, but mm. uh, a lot of angst. <laughs> what what is that album called? Deja and Tendu. Deja and Tendu. Okay, I never. I felt like I could. I was always a. I just could never say it. I think that's how you say it. I'm sure I'll be panned if I yeah. got it wrong. If someone picks that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Well, other albums I I uh saw that came out. Um. Postal Service. Give up. Hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie, um, Fruit Bats, Mouthfuls was one that I really loved. Um, I have to shout out an album that I played a lot in 2003, Rooney, self-titled. Okay, yeah, so come good. On. <laughs> everybody, everybody loved Rooney. Come on. Uh, <laughs> um. I also had Radiohead Hailed to the Thief. I, I think that's like a criminally underrated Radiohead album. Um, Travis, Twelfth Memories. Uh, White Stripes, Elephant. Oh my God, that album just rocked so hard. Uh, so many bangers. Um, Metric, uh, Old World Underground, Where Are You Now? Um, really, really cool album. I talked about you know getting to see them live uh, before they were kind of big, and that was just such a memorable show. Uh, yeah. And then I think yeah. my def- oh, go ahead, Andrew. Ah, uh, And I think my definitive close, close one is uh, not a surf let go. Uh, I was really, I was torn between saves the day, Cass McCombs, and not a surf, but uh, just yeah, a lot of great music, a lot of yeah. very formative, formative music. Yeah. Oh, you know, I should also shout out uh, Daft. Daft Punk released Daft Club, and that thing is just full of feel-good stuff. Mm. Cool. Plus, you got Dashboard Confessional. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> all right, all right. Um. Okay, well, let me read some uh, listener picks here. Uh, Sid picked the Black Album. Um, Neon Cube picks Speaker Box The Love Below by Outcast. Great, great album. Um, Warhammer also picked Brand New. Marley picked Try This by Pink. Um, I'm Drunk Man picked From Autumn to Ashes The, Fac- the Fiction We Live. Uh, Ethan picked one that I liked a lot Fountains of Wayne Welcome Interstate Managers. Uh, Richie picked Ho- Hotel Paper by Michelle Branch. Uh, Manny picked Come Poop With Me by Triumph, the, com- <laughs> the insult comic dog. <laughs> uh, Nikki picked Transatlanticism by Death Cab. Uh, Vincenzo picked In the Zone by Britney Spears. Uh, Clayton picked Want One by Rufus Wainwright. Love some Rufus. Oh, I love Rufus. Yeah, so good. Um, Vaughn picked Fever to Tell by the AAS. Uh, Brooks picked All the Things I Forgot to Say by Even All Out. 
Andrew, uh, our buddy uh, Goblin Heath picked Reconstruction Site by the Weaker Things. Nice. Yeah. James picked Meadowlands by the Wrens. Uh, Teddy picked The Artist in the Ambulance by Thrice. Uh, Josh also picked The Black Album. Allie picked Unhallowed by The Black Dahlia Murder. Lyndon picked 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, Zach picked Rise Against, Revolutions Per Minute. Uh, Honky Honky J also picked 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, Brad picked Deftones. Ivy Boy, or Logan, picked uh, Deloused by the Mars Volta. And our friend Candice picked Self-Titled by Rooney. Uh, Rooney, so good, folks. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were, uh, they were uh, like royalty on the OC. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no Phantom Planet, but you know who is. Um, uh, did you guys have any Fergusons? Uh, I did have a Ferguson for this one. It's more of like a okay. personal Ferguson. Um, it's uh, a band called Elephant with an F. Oh, yeah. It's called Sunlight Makes Me Paranoid. Um, and I remember seeing them uh, around this time. And uh, they were really great live. And I was like, wow, this could be sweet. And then I got the CD and was just totally underwhelmed. I was like, mm. man, it's a weird case of sounding great live. And then CDs like just not as good. Yeah, it's a real letdown. Yeah. Jordan, did you have a Ferguson? Uh, not like a personal one, but Nickelback had an album that year, so I was going to sure. pick that by default. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Safe to say, yeah. Yeah. Safe yeah. I went with an album that I'm shockingly familiar with, but it's just because there was a whole <laughs> documentary made about the making of it, which is Metallica's Saint Anger. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, this album is like real bad, but uh, the fact that it produced a documentary, which would come out two years later called some kind of monster, which is one of the greatest documentaries ever made. I mean, like I am obsessed with some kind of monster. I'm like both great. I'm grateful that they filmed it, but uh, the music is just atrocious. Um, <laughs> there's that like iconic Lars snared sound on that thing it's like like haunts you in your dreams uh it's just so bad i also noted uh i wanted to shout out limp biscuit for naming their album results may vary i just like (laughs) just uh shooting real straight you know what i mean like this 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 album may suck folks (laughs) um yeah uh top selling cd for the year any guesses? Uh, Fifty Cent. Yep, nailed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice probably work. my most memorable. I mean, I feel like that played all the time. Yeah, it's people's cars and school and prom and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty big deal. Um. Okay. Well, anything else? For albums, or should we move? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Well, I don't know. What do you what do you do you think we should go to song or do you hate it when I split it up? It's up to you. I, I do not care. Okay. I'm gonna split it up. Um let's go to let's do interesting events right in the middle here. Mm. 
Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, mine. <laughs> it's not like a great event. It's just in my life, this was like a major event of this year. Is was okay. the Northeast blackout. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, when, like <laughs> a huge portion of the country uh, lost power. Um, and I. <laughs> I picked this specifically because I was on my way to work and I'm late. So I'm like pulling my shirt on in the car and I noticed the, the traffic lights out. I'm like, what the hell? So I get to work and it's all black and everybody's just sitting around. So I got a free day off work and it was great. <laughs> oh, wow. Now that's lucky, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cause <laughs> I, I was at work. I worked at a grocery store and the power went out and i was like hell yeah i'm going home uh and they're like no you're not you're helping us empty every refrigerator and freezer it's like this is gonna this is gonna be now somehow a longer shift than the one you were scheduled to work um so that was it was terrible i was like so excited because i thought for sure i was headed home uh, how long was it out was this like a days or weeks thing or i think it was a day just a day i think it was a day yeah but it was like it was it was everywhere in the northeast like everybody had lost it um yeah i think that i think that stemmed from the niagara falls plant Mm. Um, uh well it was a very it was just like the perfect maybe the most perfect timing of my life (laughs) in anything (laughs) yeah yeah that's pretty great that's pretty great jordan what did you go with for event uh so i picked um that the human genome project was completed uh Mm. with 99 percent of the human genome sequenced to 99.99 percent accuracy um i work in healthcare and this is still kind of a big deal um just genetics in general are so fascinating and everything that we've learned about them and the dances and healthcare and science so absolutely yeah Yeah. cool i did not know that one happened that's a good one um well uh we'll stay in the science field here a little different but uh, we'll stay with science uh i went with uh that nasa confirms the discovery of the oldest known exoplanet in the universe a planet known as b1620-26b um and it is yeah it is uh 12,400 light years away uh the planet uh, also known as uh, methuselah is thought to be about 12.7 billion years old um the planet was actually discovered in the 90s but it it was confirmed as the farthest known object in 2003 Mm. um and I love space. I love thinking about deep space. Like I could just sit and think about deep space all day. Uh, and so, you know, just very excited about Methuselah. And uh, I'm sure with the James Webb telescope, we're about to, we'll probably discover something older, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're really going to regret that name pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deep space is like my biggest fear. I don't know why it just scares me. <laughs> it is scary. Did you ever have like a planetarium you would go to as a kid and like a science museum? Yeah. yeah. Panic attack every time. Really? <laughs> oh. 
like looking like looking up at the planetarium scared you looking up and just conceptualizing like space i still have nightmares where i'm just like floating in space and just thinking about it just hanging out in space until i wake myself up oh oh my goodness (laughs) there's probably something like deep and profound in that but yeah rational fear i guess wow no i mean mean, like Oh no, it's it's still it is euphoric. Like if I walk out at night and I look up, like it's calming to me to be like, God, it's so big. Like it's just like <laughs> it's like I'm nothing. It, it's so calming to me. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know what it is. I just like I, I I've talked about this before, but I would just love to float out there, just float far, far away. Uh, oh my God, no, that would be the worst. Like, <laughs> floating out there, it would just it's so impossibly big yes exactly it's like too much too much i i've i definitely have had like a not a nightmare but a waking kind of panic situation um thinking about like if i was on a spaceship out there and i got ejected somehow and i'm just floating off and that's it and i know i'm gonna be out there and like just gonna have to wait to die out there yeah, actual, actual. Sounds, sounds perfect. Okay. Um, um, no, no, no. I understand. Uh, can I can I do a quick little segment here? Yeah. Uh, now, last time on two thousand two, I did something I called Dino Count, and we joked <laughs> we joked with Clayton that it should be an, uh, an every time thing, and I'm going to do it every time, and I've made a little jingle. Um, so we'll hear it here. It's time for your Um, all right, so Dino Count, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Okay, so in 2002, I was blown away by the fact that they had discovered 15 dinosaurs. Turns out that is just like nothing. Um, (laughs) Because in 2003, 45 dinosaur species were discovered. 45, 30 more than the previous year. Uh, Some of those include the Rhinocosaurus, the Rahasaurus, the Lamaceratops, the Aviotyrannus, and the Amazonsaurus, um, just to name a few. But I was gobsmacked at how many uh, were discovered, and I didn't. I didn't peek forward, so I don't know whether 2003 now is an outrageous year or whether 45 is closer to the norm. And well, 2002 was a bad year. Here's a question for you: um, Do you know how many species like there are known right now? Total. Total? I mean, is it like? You know, are we talking a couple hundred, or is it in the thousands? Like, I'm, so are I'm, they? I'm searching. Seven hundred. Forty-five. Oh, okay. okay. Roughly, 40. roughly seven hundred. Yeah, forty-five does That's seem it? like a lot. Uh, although the Wikipedia page says nine hundred distinct genera, or more than a thousand different species. Okay. But if you think about it, they've really okay. only been like actively successful in paleontology for like 120 years. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, still 45 in one year. That's a pretty big chunk to take out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. yeah. 
I wonder if it gets progressively higher as we get better at identifying different, mm. uh, like, minutia and details within bones and things that are discovered too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seems really likely. Technology advances. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my dino count. Thanks for indulging me. <laughs> <Nice>. uh, <laughs> shall we do close calls? Sure. Um, my close call is that alphabet blocks and checkers are officially inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe that the, the the Hall of Fame apparently opened five years before this or started. Um, I couldn't believe it took five years to get blocks and checkers. I mean, those are some pretty, like... You know, fundamental games especially blocks yeah that uh why is there a toy hall of fame i didn't know that that was the thing <laughs> i didn't know until today but i would uh, love to be on the council who decides what gets in like that would be a sweet job not that i'm qualified in any way but you know that'd be like a cool job i what love trouble do you think put someone in a role to select who goes into the toy hall of fame what background uh it did seem it, it did, I, I got the impression that there was some sort of voting going on so i think it might be open to the public to vote uh, i'm not sure who's in charge exactly of this but so hmm. I don't know. barbie was number one though oh okay well yeah sure props where props are due Good one, Andrew. You never disappoint on events. You never disappoint. Um, Jordan, did you have a close call? Um, I had two. Uh, so MySpace launched in this year. Yes, which is kind of wild to think about. Did you have a Did you have a MySpace? I did, but I also I used my Zanga more often. Did you guys ever have Zanga? No. No. Really? Okay, Zanga was for like the art nerd writer kids because all it was mm. was like song lyrics and like album you every time you'd write a post it was writing and then you'd pick an album to go with your post oh. so it was like music and writing it was not like pictures and friends and uh, adding. I'm, so, I'm so sorry i was busy on deviant art <laughs> <laughs> no. um so zanga over myspace andrew did you have a myspace no I don't really? Think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think I had whatever the next thing, maybe Facebook came yeah, after face, that. Yeah, Facebook's 04. Yeah, MySpace. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like a lot of work at the time. <laughs> um, it wasn't initially a lot of work, but then they started introducing like the top eight friends thing, and then you could have a music <laughs> player on your page, and it, it got to be a lot of like... But I kind of like that type of decision making, like curating a page. Mm, now it's just sure. like people like throwing up information on a feed. And I almost yeah. like the fact, like, no, you come to my page and you look at what I've created. <laughs> exactly. That's why Zanga was so great. It was way more creative driven than it was, I guess, social networking. Yeah. That sounds cool. But, yeah. Cool. Um, well, my close call was the do not call list starting that year. <laughs> I, I was very close to using this for my Ferguson. What? Because it doesn't work? <laughs> yes. Yes. It was just nothing. What is it? No, no, no. It, it, well, hold on. It works. 
it works. They just they can't cover everybody. I okay. I mean, so you're you think if this didn't exist, we'd be getting like ten times more. Oh, uh, absolutely. Spam calls, maybe a hundred percent. Maybe <laughs> your 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 phone wouldn't stop ringing. <laughs> Possibly, I'm not totally convinced of whatever they're doing over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I was I was between this one and um, the idea the idea and use of um, captchas was introduced. You know captchas. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. How is that not your Ferguson? <laughs> I love a good captcha. Like, <laughs> oh my yes, God. please make me identify these distorted letters <laughs> or where the fire hydrant is. I love it. They've got like, want increasingly I, worse. I want to like prove that I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> it's like does does a quarter of a bike wheel count as a bike? You know? Oh, those those Who knows are these things. Those are stress inducing when like the when when the um when the light signal like slightly yeah. touches yeah, the corner of another picture. Yes. <laughs> but I think just the fact that you've clicked it is like enough for it to be like, okay, you're a human. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> Captcha, yes. Yeah. Um all right, I can't believe you guys think it's a Ferguson. <laughs> it's I don't enjoy it. It's not like fun. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I also saw that, uh, besides MySpace, um, LinkedIn started, 4chan, WordPress, mm. Safari Internet, Second Life, just some other stuff. <laughs> Internet <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, there is a boatload of Ferguson's. Um, I guess before, I guess we, I, wait hold on I guess before we do that let me let me read some listener picks of positive stuff. Um, Warhammer said the launch of MySpace uh, going along with Jordan. Um, I'm drunk man said getting his license. Good job, uh, Richie. Ri- ah, Richie. Richie says the do not call list begins on June 27, wow. 2003. You get it, Richie. You get it. Uh, Manny says Adult Swim brings out the white text bumps uh, and a new logo for Love Adult it. Swim. Yeah. Uh, Nikki finishes high school. Good job, Nikki. Uh, Clayton says the massive protests against the war in Iraq. And then our buddy James says he actually marched in the uh, protest against Iraq in London. Um, Ethan uh, mentioned that the even Stevens movie came out and he hosted a party Ah. for its premiere. Oh my God. Love it. (laughs) Yes. That's good. Good on you, Ethan. Love it. (laughs) Um, Teddy mentions that Greta Thornburg is born that year in January of Mm. 03. Uh, Vaughn said the darkness brought out a Christmas song that has become a guiltless <laughs> pleasure for her. <laughs> uh, Allie mentions the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert for our sports recap. Uh, <laughs> Lyndon also graduated high school. Shout out. Nice. Uh, Logan says the advent of iTunes. Yep, that's a pretty big mm. deal. And uh, Zach mentions 361 tornadoes touched down across central U.S. uh, from May 3rd to uh, May 11th in one week. Wow. 361 tornadoes, the most ever. That was a really big deal here. I live in Oklahoma. um, Oh. The May 3rd tornadoes is what he's referencing that. And it was pretty catastrophic down here. Sounds like it. 
Jeez. Yeah. So do you have you had a lot of experience with tornadoes? Um, so I live in like downtown middle of Oklahoma City, which is like the it's a pretty large city. So no, not personally. Um, but I, I mean, it's all over the news every spring in these little towns that I've never heard of near here. Yeah. That we kind of watch for fun. Yeah, right. A little bit entertainment on the, on the news, but I haven't actually ever been in one, no. Oh, okay, okay. Tornadoes are exciting. Uh, I mean, not for the people. They're sad. Yeah, but, be... <laughs> um, but, like, you know, the twister type of like chasing a tornado. Yeah. I mean, and the people, I mean, people down here get, are jaded from it because it's Tornado Alley. And so it's mm-hmm. more of like a, Y'all gonna watch the tornado tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone need a safe place to go? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, thank you to our listeners for submitting those. Uh, Ferguson's. Yeah, my main Ferguson is French fries. Somehow being renamed to Freedom Fries, <laughs> in the United States. Just, yes, this was on this- my. This was on my list of 20 Fergusons, yes. <laughs> just such a dumb thing. I remember when it happened. I was like, is this for real? Are people actually doing this? It's just nonsense. Um, and uh, my other one is um, the record industry of America or whatever is suing over a thousand people for sharing music online, including a 12-year-old girl. Just, oh my come gosh. on, come on. Yes. Who, who thought uh-huh. like they could come out of that on the other side looking good? <laughs> this will put the fear into them. <sighs> um, anyway. Yeah, nonsense. Mm. Uh, Jordan Ferguson? Uh, my Ferguson is um, Fred Rogers died in February. Oh. Right here. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a really good one. Really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that yeah, that's a long time ago. I know, it feels like he we long. just lost him. <laughs> must must say something about the man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it mine's also someone dying. Uh for me it's someone I think less people have a connection to, but uh Elliot Smith died. Mm-hmm. Uh I almost picked that too, as you know he is close to my heart, but Yeah. He died so He died in October of two thousand three. It's still kind of a like a death under suspicion yeah. you know like people are not sure whether he stabbed himself or whether he was stabbed by his uh then girlfriend but um just totally like devastating for me in high school and it like uh i bought this like i, I they so, sold this shirt after he died that like said xo on it and uh which is the name of one of his albums and uh it had like Elliot Smith and like the years of his life and like I look back now and it's like so cringy but I was like I I have to express I have to express this somehow like I have to I have to have a shirt um so yeah Elliot dying and then I also had the uh, space shuttle Columbia disaster which also mm-hmm. happened in February of 2003 um and I remember kind of watching that one on the news and just being like pretty devastated for those families um yeah so that one was a sad one I did miss uh, Jonathan's pick. Jonathan picked uh, the capture of Saddam Hussein, hmm. uh, which was pretty big news uh, that year. And I did just want to shout out John Nichols wrote us an entire email 
Uh, now I'm not going to read the whole email, but he does just write kind of an ode to the album, his favorite album of 2003, which he calls the greatest album ever, uh, which oh. is Give Up by the Postal Service. Oh. He says that like it was a very, very important album for him, his personal favorite of all time. Um, so, wow. yeah. Nice. Uh, anything else as far as events? No. Department of Homeland Security is created. <laughs> mm. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's the, the new $20 bills with all the security <laughs> features. Oh. So, um, I worked in a restaurant um, in high school and college, mm. so that was a big deal. <laughs> were, you, were you holding them up to the light? Yeah, and you have, no, we had a pen. There's like oh, a pen. Yeah. Good, right. Them, but um, yeah, we did hold them to light for fun. It <laughs> was a big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Jordan, where do you want to go next? We have um, we have yeah. songs, we have TV and movie, or video game. video game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to like scrape scrape for a video game, so I won't pick that one. Um, let's do movie. Okay. Mm. Well, mine may come as no surprise, but it's a tie between Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolution. You seek the Oracle. Who are you? I am Seraph. I can take you to her. But first, I must apologize. Apologize for what? For this. Oh my gosh, Um, this does come as a surprise. Love (laughs) them. I know a lot of people don't like him, and I think it's total nonsense. They're great. I mean, they're not. You can't compare them to the first one again. You know, they're they're great. Though. I um, can especially especially the third one. I cannot believe this. <laughs> there, I mean, there really? are there are so many good movies this year. Um, there's a there's a handful of like great ones. I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this tops the list. Uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing them both in the theater. It was incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, but but even more, like rewatching them over the years, every single time I would rewatch them, I'm noticing stuff that I didn't notice before. They're just like packed with um, details. Yeah, I just love them. Uh, I mean, that last one's abysmal. That's just nonsense. You mean <laughs> Revolutions or the one that they just made? Oh, no, no, no. Revolutions. No, that's crazy. That's crazy <laughs> the, talk. The new one's way better than that one. No. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I mean, I like, I enjoyed the new one, but no, that's crazy. Oh, Revolutions, boy. in my opinion, is the second best. The only thing salvageable from those last two is that car chase in the second one. No, I mean, it's fine. It's totally... Uh, see, I'm... I think like I'm more I heavily weigh on the uh, story side of things, so it's like um, I'm giving it a lot more credit. The third one for the story and the way they like meld mesh uh, different philosophies and whatnot in it. It's okay. Very good. Okay. I just I, I okay okay. I'm shocked. I don't. I don't think that should be shocking. Flabbergasted. <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, I have no. I literally have no idea what. I have some small idea of what yours might be. And, All right. Yeah. Yep. You're probably right. Um, Jordan, what did you pick? 
I picked Lost in Translation. Does it get easier? No. Yes. It gets easier. Oh, yeah? Look at you. Thanks. <laughs> the more you know who you are and what you want, the less you let things upset you. Yeah. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. You know? I tried being a writer, but I hate what I write. And I tried taking pictures, but they're so mediocre, you know? And every girl goes through a photography phase. You know, like horses. You know, take a Dumb pictures of your feet. You'll figure that out. Ah, uh, yeah. Good one. This is one of my favorite movies, um, not just for this year, but just in general. I love this movie. Um, this kind of came out during peak, peak early 2000s romantic comedy um, time, and I like that it kind of took the romantic comedy uh, plot and just turned it sideways and the relationships are so much more complex um, Bill Murray is just phenomenal in this movie. Yes, so good um, The setting in Japan. I used to live in Japan uh, is so fun um, It's it's such good. It's such a good film There's a lot of good comedies and stuff this year, too but this is I feel like as far as rewatchability and something that holds the test of time. This is definitely it for me. Mm. Um, I've never seen it. <sighs> so good. <laughs> I will. Okay, I've uh... never seen Matrix Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but have you seen Reloaded? Maybe. <laughs> I cannot definitively say yes. I feel like I watched part of... Don't. <laughs> I don't know which ones I've seen parts of. Um... Well, Andrew, I, I, I have I've seen Lost in Translation. I think you'd really like it. Um, it, it. It is a movie. The first time I saw it, which was back then, it was in college, and or maybe I saw it a few years after it came out. But um, I felt like it was kind of almost like too challenging for me. Maybe I was just like too stupid. But um, I have since rewatched it a couple times, and I feel like each time it gets better. Um, where it's like just this kind of cool hangout movie. And yeah, you're right. Bill Murray is just unbelievable in it. Uh, he's so good. So, so good. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Scarlett Johansson is too, but uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Andrew, what do you think my pick is? My, I mean, my guess, I guess, is Kill Bill. Uh, that's my number four. Oh, yeah, there we go. Clue. I mean, that's, you know, actually, technically, that's. Oh, my number three, I guess. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's not that. Um, I do love Kill Bill, volume one, uh, though I th I like volume two a little bit more. Um, I'll, I'll... I got you know, a I... guess, I guess. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. One more guess. Go American ahead. Splendor? No, no. Hmm. Three letters, okay, Andrew. <laughs> E-L-F. Elf. <laughs> oh, oh my god, get out of here. <gasps> wow, what's this? 
This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the children. Yeah! Just keep your receipts. 10 a.m. tomorrow. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Santa's coming to town. Yes. Can you sign this for me? Oh, hi. Santa's coming. This is more ridiculous than my pick. Yeah, right. This is a classic. As best of the year? <laughs> I'll watch this every year for the rest of my life Ugh. until I die. Ugh. It's incredible. Uh, it has everything. It has Will Ferrell in his prime. It has the late, great James Caan giving a tour de force. as Mary Steen Steenberger giving a charming, lovable performance. It has, it has all the wintry, wonderful things you'd want in New York City. It has the North Pole, kind of great claymation and animation mm -hmm. thrown in there. You have John Favreau just cooking uh, before he gets slaughtered by the Marvel Universe. And uh, it's just... Is, it, uh, is he in it? or He directed, he directed it. it. Yeah, he directed uh, it. Uh, he is in it, though. He's also the doctor that um, mm. sees Buddy when he do, they do yeah. the DNA test. Um, but uh, it's like short. Uh, Andy Richter's in this thing. Um, it's 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 so concise. Uh, it's just like a perfect short family fun movie. I, I think I've maybe have mentioned this before, but like this movie makes my sister laugh so hard that she'll pee her pants. Uh, and it's really it's just really fun to watch uh, as a family. Um, I don't know if it still does. At least when it came out, I'm sure she's seen it too many times at this point. Uh, but. Um, their their dog's name is B Buddy. I mean, it's just like a oh, what a fun fun movie. I mean, it's just you need a you need a night off. You need to take the weight of the world off your shoulders. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> this is the most love or praise that it's gotten probably ever. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, sir. I know some people love it. Uh, do you yeah. like it, Jordan? This one here. I, I. I mean, it is one, it's one of, I used to watch this with my brother a lot, and in fact, um, he still lives overseas, and whenever we talk to each other and get off the phone, he still says, bye, buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. In high school, I feel like we watched it a lot, maybe less. It's, it's not in my canon of Christmas classics, but it is a good, it is a solid Christmas movie from our childhood, I feel like. It, uh, yeah, I was going to say basically that it's definitely not in my canon of Christmas movies. I mean, I've tried to do it. I just, uh, it just, just didn't stick with me. I don't know. I mean, that's bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's why Elf is the greatest movie ever. Should we uh, look at the close calls? Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my close call is a big one. Freddy versus Jason. I'm disappointed in you, Jason. You disobeyed me. You were supposed to come back home, just kill a few of them. But I blame myself. I should have known you wouldn't be able to stop killing. You are like a big super dog who can't stop eating. E 
put it near the top and practically won you're um, giving me grief over elf <laughs> well for a certain type of person who was waiting for literally 10 years from the first teaser of this uh this was just like unbelievable that this was even happening and uh you know i couldn't imagine at the time especially like just a bigger event movie for me um i and it even turned out really well which was the craziest part i was like this is gonna probably suck but they did it really well nailed it um it's one of the best movies in both of the i mean among the best half of the movies at least in either of the franchises um yeah i just uh it was great it was a it was a big thing at the time for me all right i i i the I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. I I don't have I don't have any feelings really one way or another. I just there's again there's so many good movies. Uh, yeah, this was just the most important of all the important. Got ones. it. Okay. Man. Okay. All right. Uh, close call, Jordan. Um, my close call is the opposite of Freddy versus Jane. <laughs> I picked Love Actually. Ah, okay. yeah. So, Billy, welcome back to the Airwaves. New Christmas single cover of Love is All Around. Except we've changed the word love to Christmas. Yes. Uh, is that an important message to you, Bill? Not really, Mike. Christmas is a time for people with someone they love in their lives. And that's not you? That's not me, Michael. When I was young and successful, I was greedy and foolish, and now I'm left with no one, wrinkled and alone. <laughs> wow. Uh, thanks for that, Bill. For what? Well, for actually giving a real answer to a question. It doesn't often happen here at Radio Watford, I can tell you. Ask me anything you like, I'll tell you the truth. The best shag you ever had. Britney Spears. Wow. Love that movie. Um, it's, it is in my Christmas canon wow. of books. Um, <laughs> So funny, great. The cast is amazing. Music is fun. It's just a really great, um, highly rewatchable Christmas movie. Mm. Okay. I know people love it. <laughs> Have you seen it, Andrew? Not in its entirety. Oh, okay. I um, I think we've talked about it before. I have pretty conflicted feelings. Our friend Brett. Uh, he loves this movie. It's like one of his all-time favorites. Um, I just, uh, I, I'm conflicted. I mean, I, 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 I can't hate anything that has Rowan Atkinson, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's one that I don't revisit, I guess, a lot. But um, I think one of our listeners... Wow, two Christmas movies. Uh, pretty <laughs> big high year. up. Jeez. Yeah, big year for Christmas films. <laughs> Not for me so much, but I mean my I number nine. It. My number nine is Bad Santa, so throw that in there. Really, number nine? Good grief! Yeah, number nine. You think that's whole... too high for bad? Bad Santa's so funny. 
Well, I've got more than nine close calls, and it's not on my list, so... Uh, well, I mean, we close. all make mistakes. That's okay. And it's fine. <laughs> bad Santa's fine. But... Yeah, Bad Santa is very fine. <laughs> uh, do you want my close call? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you had guessed it. it. You had guessed it. Uh, it's American Splendor. Oh, what movie could possibly be worth driving 260 miles round trip for? It's a new film called Revenge of the Nerds. It's about a group of nerd college students who are being picked on all the time by the jocks. So they decide to take revenge. Uh, so what you're saying is you identify with those nerds. Yes, I consider myself a nerd. And this movie has uplifted me. There's this one scene where a nerd grabs the microphone during a pep rally and announces that he is a nerd and that he is proud of it and stands up for the rights of other nerds. Right on. Then he asks all the kids at the pep rally who think they are nerds to come forward. So nearly everyone in the place does. That's the way the movie ends. Uh, so the nerds won, huh? Yes. All right. Wow. Well, you know, you got this movie and I'm getting hitched. We both had a good month, huh? Right. Yeah. This is just such a wonderful movie. Again, yeah. uh, I'm going to really urge people to check this one out. Um, it's about a... Well, he's actually in the movie. It's kind of weird. So it's about this Cleveland artist. His name's Harvey Picar. He's more of a writer. Uh, he didn't really do the art, but... Um, he did graphic novels. He wrote graphic novels about just everyday life. And his graphic novels are called American Splendor. Um, and so the movie is like Harvey's actually in it, which is cool. But also it's Paul Giamatti playing him. Um, and Giamatti's incredible as Harvey Picar. Um, and I don't know. Just this movie is it's a mood like it's a real. Yeah. I don't know if you're from Cleveland, it feels very familiar. Uh, Harvey Picar is just such an interesting character. He's like this really gruff guy who's like this great artist, but also in denial of like his art. And, um, you know, he, I don't know, just your everyday guy. He worked, I think he worked at a hospital. He was like, yeah, a, he was... <laughs> what, what did he do there? He's like a file clerk. Yeah. File uh, clerk. That's right. Like just filing stuff away. Yeah, and I visit him frequently. He's uh he's buried at a cemetery that I do I take frequent walks at. Um, it's like this beautiful cemetery in Cleveland, and people leave um like markers and pens and sharpies on his grave. So like if you walk by it, it just looks like this like art thing. Uh, it's really cool. Um, so anyway, American Splendor. Uh, really underrated, really cool movie. Um, if you're interested in something like that, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, sorry, Jordan. No, I was just saying that sounds good. I've never, I've never even heard of it. So, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Really great. Um, I, I don't know if I describe it as fun exactly, but it's really oh no, good. yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Elf is fun. This movie is uh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I very often think of there's a scene in it where he's him and his friend had just gone to see 
Revenge, Revenge of the Nerds. Of the nerds yeah. <laughs> They're talking about it as they walk out. Uh, yeah, one of those scenes that just like pops into my head every once in a while. Yeah, his friend just loves it and like Harvey <laughs> P. Carr is like, it's totally unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, um, great movie. Was there any other movies on your list here that were close? Oh, yeah. Um, of stuff we haven't mentioned, Kill Bill, of course. Uh, yep. A, uh, very close to the top of my list, A Tale of Two Johns. The um, They Might oh, yeah. Be Giants documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, just amazing. So good. If you like They Might Be Giants, this like it's it's awesome. Uh, actually, I saw it at the Cleveland Institute of Art Cinema Tech. We must have we must have gone together. Oh, because uh, that's did. also where I saw it. Yeah. Um, twenty eight days later, uh, we mentioned it last time, but I realized that it came out in the United States this year. Ah, so, um, okay. So that's when I saw it. Uh, love it. It feels to me still like the only like uh, um, dramatic zombie movie that feels like a real movie in its own right. Kind of. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, the Animatrix. So good. Uh, it's like these little animated segments made by a bunch of different animators. Um and it's just each one is its own like little matrix story kind of outside the main story um but it's great uh lord of the rings return of the king of course uh big fish the even stevens movie i wanted to mention uh (laughs) it is it it's great Uh, they go on vacation and it turns out uh, spoiler but it turns out to be a like reality show whatever yeah, um, it was it, really it was fun. I good. remember liking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, old School came out this year. Uh, National Security, School of Rock, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which was pretty good. Um, American Wedding, which I think might be my favorite of the American Pie series. Hmm. Uh, the Cooler, William H. Macy. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, I don't love it, but uh, uh, notable. Um, Lost oh, hey, in and, and, yeah. Andrew, I, I finally watched The Monsters. Oh, okay. And um, it was okay. Okay. <laughs> like not 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 as nearly as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, it was you know not amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Lost in La Mancha which is uh, Terry Gilliam oh, yeah. uh, documentary about making. So good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't know that came out this year. Yes. Yes. I, uh, I there's, there's nothing more I love than a documentary about like a disastrous film. Set. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if if you haven't seen it, he's like try, been trying to make this Don Quixote movie for years, and it's just like everything that could possibly go wrong. Go wrong. Every single thing. Um, like from the it's from insane. the first moment. <laughs> <laughs> my, oh, it's really good. Um, maybe my one memorable thing to me is they're like out in the middle of the desert. They've got the whole crew out there. They're ready to do this like the shots that they gotta get they only have a certain amount of time like a day or two or something and 
suddenly it starts to downpour in the middle yes. of it, it hasn't rained in this place for years <laughs> and suddenly it's just like a flood totally ruins everything um yeah yeah so good um also uh dumb and dumber uh when uh, harry met lloyd um uh, I wanted to mention this because I think it might actually be better than Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, well, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought it notable for that. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, finally, Leprechaun back to the hood. Uh, the <laughs> final Warwick Davis Leprechaun appearance. Um, okay. So final kind of entry in the classic Leprechaun series. Nice. <laughs> Jordan, did you have any others? Um, the only one other one that I have that Andrew hasn't mentioned is I really like Mystic River. It came out that year. Mm, yeah, I yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a powerful movie. Never downer, saw it. Yeah, really good. It is sad, but yeah, very good. Um, well, geez, I had my top ten, but I didn't know Lost in La Mancha came out. Let's see, I'll refigure here. So number <laughs> number eleven is Dogville. Uh, number ten is Bad Santa. Number Where does uh, Leprechaun land on your list? <laughs> uh, we'll say like 26. <laughs> um, number nine is Master and Commander. Oh, what, what a movie. What a film. I won't hear otherwise. Uh, um, I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's highly ridiculed. Maybe I'm... Oh, that's, that's insane. Peter Weir uh, directed it. Uh, it's... it's I think a sorely misunderstood movie. I've always like I, I when I was working at the um, like used video store or CD store, um, we had DVDs, and I always saw this movie. It was just like the perfect thing that I thought I'm never I would never watch that. Oh, what a mis! Oh, Andrew, what a mistake! It is really good. It is really really good. Okay. Um, <laughs> number number eight, uh, Return of the King. Uh, I'll put number seven, Lost in La Mancha. Uh, number six, Big Fish. Number five, Come On Now, Finding Nemo. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kill Bill, volume uh, volume one, number four. And then number three, School of Rock. Oh, my God, that mm, film just... Wow. It was so important in my <laughs> life um, for many reasons. But Jack Black, just at the top of his game. Mike White, you know, doing Mike White mm. stuff. Um music education just all the things that i was interested in at that moment so uh in a really funny movie charming charming uh yeah that is really funny. that's yeah. good um all right so some listener picks uh jonathan picked the movie hulk that original hulk with eric banna mm. wow okay you remember that one yeah oh yeah yeah uh we also have here um, old school. Sid picked old school. Nice. Uh, Jordan Richie picked Love Actually. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Neon Cubicle picked Finding Nemo. Marley picked uh, What a Girl Wants. Uh, Warhammer picked Identity, a good psychological mm. film. Yeah, uh, Big Boss Rose picked The Last Samurai. Um, I'm Drunk Man picked Return of the King. Ethan picked Holes. Uh, oh, Manny bringing it strong. Manny picked Bruce Almighty and Dickie Roberts. Wow. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Um, Vincenzo picked Finding Nemo. Nikki picked School of Rock. 
Splatgram picked uh, Final Destination 2. Uh, Brooks gets it. He picked Elf. Uh, Clayton gets it. He picked Master and Commander, the far side of the world. Oh. See, Okay, Andrew, see if... Come on, if Clayton likes it, you got to give it a shot. I mean, yeah, I, I did look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a pretty high score. Okay. Um, I, I just think it's kind of misunderstood. I think, like... I think Russell Crowe had done Gladiator, and so people were expecting kind of this, like, other Gladiator-type movie, but it's actually, like, a much more thoughtful, prettier movie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Teddy picked Return of the King. James picked Kill Bill. Uh, he said it was hmm. the first movie I ever tried to sneak into because they wouldn't believe that I was 18. <laughs> I was 13. <laughs> um, ben picked Finding Nemo. Josh picked Old School and Bad Santa. Vaughn picked a movie called Goodbye Lennon. I've never heard of that one. Hmm. No. Hmm. Me neither. Uh, Allie picked Old Boy. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, nice. Joey picked uh, Pirates of the uh, Caribbean. Huh. Um, Lyndon picked X-Men 2. Honky J picked Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Is that the first one? I think so. Uh, yes, I think it's mm -hmm. the first one, yes. Uh, Zach picked Bruce Almighty. Logan picked Old Boy. Kev picked School of Rock. Justin picked Malibu's Most Wanted. And our <laughs> friend Candace picked Rooney again, <laughs> which is not a which is not a movie, but I love it. <laughs> um, Ferguson's. Yeah, this was tough. I, I have actually four Ferguson's. I'm wow. currently trying to decide. I guess. My top real Ferguson, it's is uh, from Justin to Kelly. Um, <laughs> uh, just it's pretty bad, yeah. It's pretty just bad. a nothing garbage fire. Um, I remember, I just remember being on HBO like shortly after it came out, and um, really terrible. Um, but uh, the room was close. I really can't i mean yeah i can sort of love to hate it but i, I sort of hate it um <laughs> <laughs> inspector gadget 2 with uh french stewart as inspector gadget oh man that's a good one <laughs> and uh finally i just wanted to mention house of the dead it's this horror movie that came out i just hated it from the very first time i saw it i was like this is the worst um hmm. still holds up as bad so Jordan, do you have any thoughts on The Room? The Room? Have you seen it? I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's like considered like the best worst movie ever made. I never hit you. You shouldn't have any secrets from me. I'm your future husband. You sure about that? Maybe I'll change my mind. Don't talk like that. What do you mean? What do you think? Women change their minds all the time. <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? Look, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to go upstairs and wash up and go to bed. How dare you talk to me like that? You should tell me everything. I can't talk right now. Why, Lisa? Why, Lisa? Please talk to me, please. You're part of my life. You are everything. I could not go on without you, Lisa. You're scaring me. You are lying. I never hit you. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Why are you so hysterical? Do you understand life? Do you? Um, 
they yeah. made it they made a movie about it with like uh james franco called the disaster artist um but uh yeah it's very very bad um i i have over the years loved it uh for its badness i think andrew's been like very tolerant with me and, and, and making him watch it many times i'm gonna have to watch it oh it's so bad hold on hold i mean honestly i'm kind of i don't watch it anymore because i'm like i've like tapped out on it but i'm very excited for anybody who's never seen it um you really should just get the hubby have a good evening Oh my gosh, you're gonna love it. Okay, okay. Uh, do you have a Ferguson Jordan? Um, I was gonna pick Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh Just yeah. In and of itself, and then the chain of all of the other sequels that came after it. Mm. <laughs> that that really is sort of beautiful that they figured out a way to fit two number twos in the title, like yeah. Just really, really nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they go hard. They definitely go hard. Um, my definitive one, I, I don't like picking a kid's movie necessarily, but this movie was so bad. I picked Cat in the Hat with uh, Mike Myers. Mm. Sure. Um, I just didn't like it. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, yeah. Any other movie stuff? Um, you, uh, you know, at the top grossing movie that came out this year was uh lord of the rings yeah yeah, okay. yeah that's my question. yeah okay uh all right andrew where do you want to go next uh let's do video game already let's do it yeah you let's know? do it yeah hey there's some good games actually <laughs> all right uh, tell us about it top top of my list mario kart double dash mm. um, just great great game they hit a i wouldn't say peak necessarily but it was very good uh this is the one where you could have like two characters on your car at the same time and you like switch them back and forth to hold extra items whatever um and just a great game i mean i love all the mario karts but you know i played the hell out of this one uh this was also joey and nikki's pick nice uh, Jordan, did you have a pick? So I looked up all of the video games that came out this year. And the only one that I think I've actually even played is there was a Simpsons game called Hit and Run that came mm. out this year. Yeah. My brother and I, I remember renting this from like Blockbuster or something and playing with him uh, vaguely. And that was pretty fun. But other than that, not this was not a big video game year of my life. So... I didn't have a lot to contribute. Do you have a favorite video game from like the 90s or is there any game you played a lot? I played all the Mario games like earlier on, like on like the, the, the original Nintendos. And then we had a Nintendo 64, um, played a lot of that. And then now I play Crash Bandicoot with my sons all the time. <laughs> like the Insane Trilogy, we play that all the time. Oh, um, fun. Crash crash team racing so but that's about it very cool that's yeah. fun mm -hmm. um well uh manny also picked simpsons hit and run so yeah cool yeah um i do not have a pick so i'll be reading the listener picks hmm. uh sid pick manhunt 
Um, Neon Cubicle picked Tony Hawk's Underground. Big Boss Raouz picked Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Uh, Warhammer picked Warcraft 3. I'm Drunk Man picked Ratchet and Clank 2, Going Commando. Uh, Richie picked Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Vincenzo picked True Crime, Streets of L.A. Mm. What are these games? Uh, Clayton is uh, <laughs> Clayton picked Jack 2. Uh, Ethan picked ESPN NBA Basketball for PS2. Goblin Heath picked Bote for the GBA. It used a solar sensor to capture light to fight vampires and the undead. Mm. Sounds cool. Uh, Teddy picked Final Fantasy 2. James picked Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, Lyndon picked Smackdown. Here comes the pain. Uh, Zach also picked Tony Tony Hawk's Underground, and Justin picked Max Payne Two. Boy, was nice. I just like living? What? <laughs> I just like I missed all of this. Um. Yeah. I mean, I knew most of those. Did, uh, did any stand out as ones you played? Nah, um, not really. I mean, I'm aware of them, but my my close calls are, like, way different. Gotcha. Oh, hold on one second. Uh, I had one more here. Sorry, someone emailed, and I keep forgetting to mm. look at it. Um, uh, and Jonathan had uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Ruby. Mm. Yeah. Did you have a close call, Andrew? Yeah. Uh, my close call, I, we might have talked about it before, but it's uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Um, it came out in the U.S. this year. Uh, we might have talked about it because I think it came out in Japan before. Anyway, um, great game. One of the best Zeldas, I feel like. Uh, just a really fun experience. It looks amazing, the animation in it. And um, instead of like in a normal Zelda where you're riding the horse around, you're uh, sailing from island to island. Um, it was just a really fun game. Um, also wanted to mention Magic Pendule. Um, it is, it was a game for PS2. You could like create your own 3D monsters and battle them like sort of Pokemon-ish, but like you could create them yourself and like customize them in a lot of different ways. Um, really fun game. Uh, Mario Party 5, Wario World, Mario Golf, to Toadstool Tour, F-Zero GX, Dragon Ball Z Budokai, WarioWare, and the only full um, Futurama video game that came out. It was on PS2 and Xbox, uh, just called Futurama, but it's like a 3D um, adventure game. Hmm. Um, so, that's cool. Um, any close calls, Jordan? For video games? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Andrew, do you have a Ferguson? Um, I'm sure that there was a lot of garbage that came out this year, but I, I couldn't pick one that I was like aware of was uh, a really bad game or anything. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Any other video game stuff? Um, just that the Game Boy Advance SP came out this year which was okay. a pretty big upgrade from the previous system, had a backlight. Uh, that was a pretty big deal. And um, the best-selling video game was uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Hmm. Boy, Pokemon was just running 
those early 2000s it was just like yeah. sweeping yeah yeah okay all right well let's uh we got two more categories here tv show yeah. songs let's go to tv show okay andrew um, i mean there i mean there is only one answer there is only one answer uh, well, okay. I was living in a slight different world from you guys, I think. Oh so no! My, oh no! I, I mean, it, I, I, it, I have a you're guess say for myth, what. Are you gonna say MythBusters? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a guess for what your guys is, but um, now mine, my top show from the year is called Trigun. Oh no! Uh, it was an anime that came out uh, or started on Adult Swim that year. Um, it was like a, it's a weird combination western and like futuristic sci-fi um, but it's about Vash the Stampede is the main character he's like this uh, uh, super like amazing gunsmith but his whole thing is that he refuses to kill anyone so he's using his gun to like stop these bad guys but he's like doing it in a way where um, he's stopping them without actually shooting them. Um, but it's like a got a heavy kind of existential tone uh, undertone to it that um, it, it's just a really like unique, interesting um, fun show if you like anime. Cool. Trigun. Yep. Okay. Yeah, never, I, I'd also never heard of it. Um uh, well, now I'm nervous because I think there's only one right answer. But actually, now that I'm looking at the TV shows, there could be two. Um, <laughs> there could be two. Uh, well, three. I'm sorry. Trigun in there, too. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what did you go with? Uh, I picked Arrested Development. Of, of course. Sure, I don't sure. even have a close call. <laughs> this is all I've got. I've got Arrested Development. It is an unbelievable show. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. the whole first season this weekend, and uh, I just oh, nice. just so funny. Yeah, it's like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Um, you know, I knock it a little bit for the Netflix portion because it just it was just a step down. Yeah, but um, this season of television. That yeah, first I know. I agree. It's a great show. It's a great show. Those first three seasons or whatever were great. Amazing. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> I agree. I agree. David Cross, just... Jason Bateman, yes, Will Arnett, Michael Sarah, <laughs> Tony Hale. Yeah. Just crushing. And other guest stars. Oh, oh, yeah. So many great guest stars. Just, it's, it's so funny. I, I just I was like actually laughing out loud. Um, just I would be like, okay, one more, okay, one more. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. But watch this all weekend. Do you have a favorite character, Jordan? I don't know. I mean, I kind of have a soft spot for Buster. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. I actually work with someone who I swear is Buster, <laughs> but um, maybe that's why. Uh, but it's just oh, it's so good. I was listening to an interview with Tony Hale where they said to like get in character for Buster, he, he would like put.
put out his arms like T-Rex arms and just like make them go limp. Like that was like a method for him to get into the character of just these like limp hands. <laughs> just so good. I'm I'm a Job person myself. I mean, Will Arnett just Oh, he's so funny. Uh, so cool. Any anything regarding his magic act to me is like <laughs> prime comedy, but um yeah. Arrested Development, also my pick. Uh, it is the only pick. Uh, mm. But I guess we'll hear a few more options. What do we have in close calls? <laughs> I don't uh, have anything. <laughs> Arrested Development is in my close calls. Um, and it is very good. I, I loved it. But uh, uh, but I didn't even get into it until like a year or so after it started, I think. So uh, these were like bigger ones for me. Um, my close call is called Fooly Cooly. It's another anime that was on, uh, premiered on Adult Swim this year. And it is... Uh, uh, I mean, if you like weird, over-the-top, like, it's funny, it's weird. The animation is amazing in it. Um, it's just like a truly bizarre anime. Um, and kind of like a, like a coming-of-age sort of thing going on in there um but uh just to give you an idea it's like one of the things that happens is this robot like comes out of the kid's head uh anyway um it looks amazing it's it's just like uh it's only six episodes one thing about these anime that i really strikes me is like when it's a show that um, i connect with like very often it's a very short series compared to something that would come out here so like it kind of gives some of these things like a bigger impact because it's just such a small package um anyway this show's amazing if you like anime and like especially bizarro stuff um this is the one cool i i yeah i mean another one i don't know but sure uh yeah, yeah. okay uh you said you didn't have a close call jordan Mm, no, I mean, I spent a lot of time looking through Ferguson's <laughs> uh, to try to pick something. Um, but this is just, this was just, there wasn't anything close for a close call for me. So, Well, I've I got understand. it. I've got it. <laughs> uh, it is a show that is so important to me. I, I, I discussed on a previous episode that some of the best moments of my life have been, um, around marathoning this oh show. I mean, which I is... guess. Go ahead. Reno 911? No, 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 no. Uh. I mean, that's on my that's in my top 5 for the year, but uh no, no, no. Uh Andrew, the OC. Oh. Well, I thought about that. So good. I mean, I so I've mentioned uh, the first time I watched it, I marathoned it. What a joy. I then marathoned it a second time with a different group of people, even more fun. And then the last time I did it, which was about four or five years ago, was just pure a pure joy. It brings so much happiness. The characters are so funny. The the it is yes, it's corny, it's over the top, it's you know like teenage drama, but um, it's just you know it's winking at you too. It knows, it knows. Uh, but uh, the OC is just so important, so important, a pivotal show. Mm-hmm. It feels like uh, on the same level to me as uh, Gilmore Girls. 
like a similar. Yeah, I think they actually do have uh, a lot of stuff in common. I'm actually re watching some Gilmore Girls right now. Uh, and, um, <laughs> it's the season. What's that? It's Gilmore Girls season. Oh, for sure. It's fall. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like hanging out at Luke's Cafe, and uh, you know, it just feels right. So uh, the OC is in that vein. I think it's a little less charming, you know, because they're going a lot more for. There's a lot more drama in the OC. I mean, just thick with drama. What's you know, what's Marissa going to get up to next? You know, what show Seth going to? Um, a lot of drama, but so fun and i i know my oc heads out there nodding along <laughs> smiling saying yeah 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 uh, so. uh any other shows that you liked yeah i gotta mention a few other ones um mm -hmm. the venture brothers started this year on adult swim yeah uh it's like a johnny quest parody kind of but really good yeah great animation good. too um loop in the third part two started airing this year in the u.s uh just a great another great uh like adventure anime um rest development oh uh i did want to just mention all grown up started this year that rugrats thing mm. no you don't like it, <laughs> um uh another show that was on adult swim rain the conqueror um it's like a weird it's by uh peter chung is like uh created it um the same guy who did eon flux um it, but it's like about alexander the great and combined with like this weird sci-fi technology um anyway i i might be the only person on the planet that likes it uh i remember um seeing a bump on adult swim once that somebody asked um what's like one show that you regret buying and they said rain the wow um so I thought that was pretty funny but i liked it uh also teen titans started this year reno 911 and carnival on uh, hbo yeah um excuse me excuse me for <laughs> <laughs> boring you over there. <laughs> i'm so sorry i it's not you it's not you i'm I just know, uh, i'm tired i'm tired uh, no 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 reno 911 is uh that's a big one for me. Loved it right. then. And I've just slowly started like watching a little bit here and there. And it really mm. holds up well. Um, I mean, maybe even better than it did then. Yeah. Um, I also shouted out Punked. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Punked was fun. Uh, we got Mythbusters. You know, I joke, but I liked I liked a little Mythbusters here and mm. there. Not, not too much, but here and there. Sure. Uh, and then, of course, Chappelle Show uh, was... Mm just always consistently pretty funny um jonathan shouted out ncis um yeah and then we had a lot of arrested development sid mm. i'm drunk man uh nikki said it's the only answer uh <laughs> let's see here let's see let's see let's see uh ally joey uh logan kev all picked arrested development um neon cubicle picked venture bros uh nice. marley picked that so raven mm. that's a good one cool yeah warhammer picked reno 911 uh richie picked the simple life uh manny picked space ghost coast to coast got a new new season after two years uh, okay 
Yeah. Uh, Vincenzo picked Two and a Half Men. Clayton picked Battlestar Galactica, which was hard to choose, Mm -hmm. he said, over Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ethan picked Lucky. Brooks picked Chappelle Show. Goblin Heath picked Mythbusters. Teddy picked Most Extreme Elimination Challenge in Japan. Uh, Ben picked (laughs) One Tree Hill. Uh, James picked Peep Show, probably the thing Vaughn and I have watched most together, Full British Misery. Uh, (laughs) uh, Vaughn also picked Peep Show. Please skip season one and try again. Uh, Josh picked Chappelle Show. Um, Lyndon picked Chappelle Show. Zach Zach picked Venture Bros. Um, Justin picked Chappelle Show. And Candace picked, you guessed it, Rooney. Very good. I think I think I get the joke now. Candace does love Rooney. Uh, she really loves Rooney. Uh, <laughs> I, I gathered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, did you guys did you guys watch um, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? I definitely have seen clips of it, but I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode. Eh, I just remember it being on constantly. I'm glad somebody mentioned it. it was a... <laughs> Weird yeah. one. Yeah. Uh Ferguson's. Yeah, my Ferguson. This will probably annoy well, it's gonna annoy Vincenzo for sure. Uh, two and a half men. Uh, um man. could never could never get into it. That might have been a big part of it. It's I that hated song? that stupid theme song. Oh my god. <laughs> Them singing like that. Oh my god. What the worst. Um just could never get into it. I don't know. Uh, I definitely never got into it, but I don't think I like actively hated it either. Mm. Kind of neutral. Okay. Yeah. Jordan, did you have a Ferguson? Yes. So I don't remember. I, I like vaguely remember this show being on, but whenever I was looking up shows that came out this year, um, there was a show that came out called Joe Millionaire. Hey, that's yeah. mine too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so basically this group of single women are competing for the affection of a of a single guy who they they marketed him as a millionaire but he actually wasn't he was a construction <laughs> worker i think yeah yeah and so they were like okay but hear me out if the last person if, if they accept his love then we'll still give them some money um and i just think it's almost like they they took like the okay survivor real world these reality tv shows let's do this but make it garbage yes and so this was like the beginning of many many similar shows but oh my gosh so the woman that won zora andridge was the last woman to be chosen and they split a bonus prize of one million their relationship did not last <laughs> <laughs> plot twist sorry to ruin it for everyone out there but what what is this tv show <laughs> It was so weird. Also, the guy they picked was like kind of weird looking. Uh, (laughs) I think they brought it back. I think they just brought it back. Oh, no way. Yeah, I think there is a 2022 version. I'm I'm trying to look it up now. Uh, Yes, it's back. I'm Fox. (laughs) Joe Millionaire, 2022. Oh, oh, double the love. There's two guys. Two Joes are better than one, it says. Is one really a millionaire? Is that the actual plot twist? I think one is a millionaire and one is not, maybe. Um, Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, this is 
Yeah. I mean, it's also my Ferguson. It was so stupid. I remember actually watching a few of them and being like, what? <laughs> like, what is happening? Why, why is this a show? Um, yeah. Very, very gross. Uh, Joe Millionaire. Two thumbs down. Um, I, like, I like the idea of like somebody picking through their old shows that they used to make and thinking, oh, we could like revive this. Like, what's the crappiest yeah. thing we could come up with? and revive it <laughs> yeah it, specifically like the crappier the more likely it is to succeed maybe like <laughs> maybe like we keep trying to do good things but yeah they love the garbage <laughs> nobody watch freaks and geeks bring back joe millionaire <laughs> yeah. um yeah are we surprised after the last few years <laughs> no no zero percent uh yeah well some shows that ended that year of course andy richter controls mm-hmm. the universe uh dawson's creek ends that year uh buffy ends that year oz uh clone high even stevens um the first run of futurama uh dexter's laboratory and just shoot me all ended in 2003 ah, just shoot me yeah that was a fun one yeah yeah. Um, do you guys know the top rated show for this year? 2003. Mm-hmm. Is it the OC? No. no. Oh, oh it should have been. <laughs> I bet you in 2004 it is. Um, uh, Andrew, do you remember the, like the memory book from our senior year? The cover of it was like a take on the OC. No, I, uh, okay. a memory book. Is yeah. That- what you're in that? You're in there. What is it? It was like you remember you made your own page and it was like your oh, quote, yeah, yeah. your quotes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um okay, I'll say NCIS. Mm, close. Uh for the second year in a row, it's CSI. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. All right. Well, should we finish this thing up with songs? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, Well, my top song of this year, it's Beulah, Me and Jesus Don't Talk Anymore. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And though we are falling stars, we feel just fine. And though it seems we're not far, just love this freaking song um and again maybe it's i don't know it, in my mind it has just like a nice arc um it sounds so good like just the the transitions i don't know this is, i just love this song pop it on check it out uh cosine nice yeah very good i haven't listened to that i have to check it out yeah, Beulah is we 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 talked a lot about them on 2001, but just one of those bands that uh, I think people missed, and uh, I yeah, think if, for sure. were, if they were to go back, there's just a lot to love. Uh, what was your favorite song, Jordan? So this was really hard for me to narrow down. I ended up 
picking Kissing the Lipless off the Shins album mm. that I yeah. picked a favorite. Although it was hard for me to even pick one of those songs. But this one, maybe it's also because it is the first on the album and there's something about, not only do I love it, but like this is when you have to physically put CDs into the CD player. And so the way that it starts and it's just so peppy and upbeat and um, that was always the first thing that I would listen to even if I switched to another one later because it was the first one um, that would play when you put the CD in. But such a good song on such a good album. Yeah, I think that's maybe my second favorite. Saint Simon, Kissing the Lipless, really love Gone for Good. Um, I do too. I love that one yeah, too. yeah, just a great album. So says I. Dang, mm-hmm. so good. Okay, um, but great pick, Kissing the Lipless. That is a great album starter. Um, yeah, uh, my favorite song of 2003 is a song called Move Your Feet by Junior Senior. I think so. Don't, 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 don't stop the yeah, beat. Yeah. <laughs> can't, 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 can't. <laughs> Everybody, come on, move your feet. Don't stop, don't stop. It's so infectious. Um, when this song came out in 2003, I was like enamored. I was so in love with it. It's not typically the type of music I listen to, um, but I like it. It's just one of those songs that worms your way into, it worms its way into your brain, and I've just never been able to remove it. I listen to it frequently. I love just putting it on. Like if I'm like, I need a song to feel good right now. It's one of the first songs I'll think of. Um, Move Your Feet, Junior, Senior. I have no idea what happened to them. I'm pretty sure I can't (laughs) name any other song by them. But uh, that song just will change your day, will change your mood. Um, I mean, I dare you to be at work, put it on and not just start dancing. Yeah, uh, big surprise that that's your top song of the year. I mean, I, I like it. it. It was a big song at the time. Oh, um, yeah. Just, yeah, a, a very big surprise. You haven't revisited it? Um, sure. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, you should be once a week. Not, yeah, not like that. Isn't it also, Incident in Trolls? The Trolls movie? Ooh, I don't know. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's... I remember it more from watching Trolls. Um, <laughs> no, Jordan, you're, Jordan, you're going to kill the coolness. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, that sounds very likely that it was in a yeah. Trolls movie. Yeah. It's a very... <laughs> that sounds just right. Um, 
but I still maintain, you know, like if I was a doctor, which I'm very much not, I'd be like, all right, like you need to eat healthier, you need to exercise, and you should be listening to move your feet at least once a week. Like, <laughs> that would be that would be my write up. Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Just like on the way out the door, like here's your junior senior uh, CD. <laughs> Uh, all right that's my song uh what's your close call um my close call is a weaker than song very tough to pick my favorite off the album but i think it is plead from a cat named virtue i don't know who you're talking to i made a search through every room but all i found was dust that moved in shadows of the afternoon and listen love this song uh you know some some kind of uh, like some high and low points of the song both in like the sound and in um and low i don't mean i mean high <laughs> it, it ver- the whole song varies like it goes up and down uh both mm-hmm. in sound and like what's being said i guess yeah um but anyway, uh, I just think this is like the kind of uh, peak of this amazing album. Um, but uh, while I'm at it, though, I'll just also say I really love Manifest and, of course, uh, our retired Explorer, which is the yeah. probably like the hit off of this one. Yeah, that's the one I, I truly have loved throughout the years. Um, but yeah, great. Uh, Jordan, close call song. My definitive close call, I think, is Reptilia from the Strokes album. It's hard for me to pick which song off this album. I think that's my favorite. I love it. Andrew, do you have a favorite from that album? Um, I had it maybe. narrowed down to that or 1251 or whatever. I do happened. love 1251. Yeah, whatever happened would be my pick. Uh, it's probably 1251. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah it's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, are you ready for my countdown? Uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my countdown to my close call. Starting at 14, we have The New Pornographers with The Laws Have Changed. Oh, what a song. Mm. Just love it. Such a good song. Yeah. Uh, We have uh, My Morning Jacket at 13 with Magida. Just Mm. uh, a real spacey, lovely tune. Uh, Number 12, we have Fountains of Wayne with Hackensack really pretty ballad nice. uh, from that album um, um you know what yeah I, sorry to, to cut you off um i was i just remembered um 
My Morning Jacket. I think that was the first CD that I ever had that, like, I put into the computer and it had that weird, uh, like, protection on it so it wouldn't let you take the songs off of it. Oh, wow. They got all, like, distorted and stuff. Interesting. That's, oh, wow. That's that's cool. Or, like, yeah, interesting. (laughs) Um... Uh, number 11, Whatever Happened, The Strokes. Uh, number 10, Combat Baby by Metric. Ooh, great song. Uh, number 9, St. Simon, The Shins. Uh, number 8, Far From Any Road, The Handsome the Handsome Family, uh, which was made famous by the first season of True Detective as uh, the theme song. Um, number 7, uh, When You Love Somebody by The Fruit Bats. Uh, number six, Anywhere With You by Saves the Day. Number five, Blonde on Blonde by Not a Surf. Uh, number four, Two Plus Two Equals Five by Radiohead. Number three. Uh, and exactly what formula did you <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, you didn't know that uh, Tom York was a huge fan of Renegade Virus. <laughs> He like called. He called the rest of Radiohead in the room. Like, guys, you're not gonna believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three, Hey Ya by Outcast. What a tune! Timeless. A bop. Uh, yeah, a bop for sure. I, I was very close to making this my definitive close call, but you know, I did "Move Your Feet" as my favorite song, which is kind of a crowd pleaser. So I decided to go personal. Probably the song I've listened to most from this year is also by Cass McCombs, uh, that singer-songwriter who, uh, the album I love. Uh, The song is called Meet Me Here at Dawn. The empty tank is us Expired milk is us This is a test of trust Better meet It's just like a beautiful piano ballad, um, just so touching. Um, the lyrics are really evocative. And anyway, uh, meet me here at dawn. But uh, yeah, just some of my favorites. Uh, uh, any other songs you guys wanted to shout out? Um, yeah, Andrew, you can go first. Um, actually, I didn't really make a list for this. Um, I will just say though, my probably my favorite. New Pornographers was the hit one. Um, uh, All for Swinging You Around, is that what it's called? Mm, yeah. I just love that. So, I um, love that song. Yeah, so good. But uh, that's all I got, though. I had, so I had that on my list, and then I had several that Joey mentioned. I also love this Radiohead album. I love 2 plus 2 yeah. equals 5. Um, I had So Says I by The Shins. Um... A song called Jesus on the Radio by Guster. I don't know if you guys ever listened to Guster. Oh, yeah. Uh, On my long list, I had Amsterdam, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that album was pretty decent. Yeah. 
Um, Red Right Ankle by the Decembers. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue side by Rooney. Hey-o. Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> the blue blue side was my sixteen. Yeah, wow. that's, that's such a fun song. So good. Yeah. Um, Big Sur by the Thrills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heartbeats by the Knife. I actually still love that song. What um, is it by who? Heartbeats by a band called the Knife. You heard that song? Hmm. No, I don't know. I think I actually didn't hear it until like later one of my friends actually introduced me to it and we still listen to it semi-regularly yeah. but um and then a lot of the same stuff that you guys have already mentioned but really good year for music yeah super super good year i also mentioned uh daft punk so many great songs <laughs> you guys know the unicorns no. no, no. Unicorns had a. They're a really fun band. They have a song called "I Was Born a Unicorn," which is really fun. <laughs> uh, Granddaddy, now it's on. Mm. Oh yeah, oh. that's a good one. Stephen Malcolmist, "Dark Wave" uh, is a fun one. Mm. Yeah, bunch, bunch nice. of, bunch of great stuff. Uh, Want to hear some listener picks? Oh, yeah. Nia uh, and Cubicle picked "Breaking the Habit" by Linkin Park, which was a huge deal in '03. Uh, speaking of huge deal, dash, dashboard confessional with hands down. Oh my god, the chills! Just he was really going for it. Uh, Marley picked "Bring Me to Life" by Evanescence. I'm drunk man picked "From Autumn to Ashes" the the after di- dinner payback. Richie picked "Why Can't I" by Liz Fair. Manny picking "Hey Ya" by Outcast. He gets it. Nikki, "Hey Ya" by Outcast. She gets it. Uh, Clayton picks Ambulance by Blur. That's a good one. Uh, Vincenzo picked Rock With You by Ashanti. Uh, Ethan picked Ocean Avenue by Yellowcard. Um, Vaughn picked The Air Near My Fingers by The White Stripes. Mm. Did you, Andrew, did you like the uh, album Elephant? Yeah. Um, I... I didn't get uh, as deep into it as you, I don't think, but I liked it. Okay. Jordan, White Stripes, yay, nay? Yeah, I actually, I do like the White Stripes. I am a little burned out on them right now because that was one of the first things my son learned to play on guitar. Ah, yeah, sure. (laughs) So I've heard really um, toned down versions of White Stripes for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Funny when I hear it for real, I'm like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that's a they're a great band to learn guitar to. That's a, yeah, he and I'm, anything that gets him excited about music, I'm I'm all for. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brooks picked "Slip Away" by Even All Out. Goblin Heath picked "The District Sleeps Alone Tonight" by Postal Service. Uh, James picked "Maps" by Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Somehow, still gives me goosebumps. Um, ben said, uh, I like the way you move by Outcast. Josh picked, uh, Through the Wire by Old Kanye. Um, Allie picked Closed Casket Requiem by The Black Dahlia Murder. Lyndon picked T.I.'s, uh, 24s. Uh, Zach picked My Life Inside Your Heart by Rise Against. Uh, Honky J picked There There by Radiohead. Great tune. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Kev picked Farewell Transmission Logan picked The Argus by Ween and of course Candace picked Rooney <laughs> <laughs> sure. not a song just Rooney <laughs> um, 
Let's see. If I had to guess for Candace, I bet she'd go with maybe Shaken. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of the songs. Maybe Shaken. Or Blue Side. I bet you Blue Side, too. How could you not like Blue Side? Blue Side. Uh, such a good song. Yeah. Did you guys have any Ferguson songs? Um, yeah, I picked one. This one is another case of just like it was everywhere, couldn't escape it. Uh, and that's R. Kelly Ignition Remix. Ugh. Um, just, just everywhere. If you went outside past eight o'clock, <laughs> it was playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was a law that year. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a great. I didn't pick one, but I'm just gonna piggyback off you. I'll go with that one too. Yeah. Thanks. Mine was either that or that song, um, "Someday" by Nickelback. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Also, very sure. good pick. It definitely has. It's been a while vibes. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. whiny angst rock. I just yeah, think. very solid. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't pick one, but those are, I will co-sign on both of those. Terrible trash. <laughs> dump it. Uh, yeah. Um, number one song, Andrew, do you have it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know it. I was just asking. Okay. Yeah, I do have it. It's in the club, 50 Cent. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, sure. That makes, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, are you ready for your sports recap? Oh, yes. Now, there was a little spoiler in there. Be. Because... <laughs> there was a little spoiler in there because Allie already mentioned the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl mm. over the Raiders 48 to 21. Sorry, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You got to let Allie be excited. Uh, but our other. Uh, champions here the san antonio spurs win the nba championship over the new jersey nets four games to two the florida marlins win the world series that year over the new york yankees four games to two and the devils win the stanley cup over the mighty ducks of anaheim four to three Um, i love that the mighty ducks called themselves the mighty ducks of anaheim like Mm -hmm. I, i think more teams should do that like you know like uh the Cavaliers of Cleveland, you know, I'd mm. be way cooler. You think? You don't think so? I guess you could then call them like the COC. If that's COC, <laughs> yeah. The the Guardians of Cleveland, like that sounds that sounds way cooler than the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians mm. of Cleveland. Okay, yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. Change, I, I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't going to move on until you did. So, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, so what? Is, let's wrap it up here. What are your general thoughts on 03 Good year, okay year, bad year? Hmm. Well, I think it was good, okay to good. Maybe not the best year, but there was some solid um, music yeah. and movie choices but i also feel like this is kind of there's a lot of stuff about the early 2000s um like the the way that tv was heading and some uh i don't know just the the popular music not my favorite yeah sure yeah Yeah. lots of lots of (laughs) hip-hop and rap that was just kind of not something that i feel like 
I really enjoyed then or now, but sure. a good year. Sure. Andrew? Um, I, yeah, I think it was a pretty good year compared to, we talked, I don't know how long ago we talked, 2002 now, a couple months. Um, two, uh, looking at this now, it feels to me like 2002 might have been the low point. And that things are like starting to go back up a little bit. Not that there wasn't good stuff, but it was like, I I felt like there was less. I had smaller lists, maybe. Um, I don't know. It just feels like this might be going back up. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'm, maybe I'm underestimating 2002. I don't know. But it feels pretty good. Yeah. No, no, no. This is a stronger year as far as, you know, the output of art. Uh, But um, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, not a great year, but a very good year, in, like you said, in comparison to maybe where we've been. A lot of great movies, a lot of great music. Um, starting to know some books again, which is fun. Um, you know, yeah. we're both huge George W. Bush fans. I mean, we are just mm, diehard sure. over here. So, you know, we were just living it up. This was the heyday. <laughs> we had the Iraq War, the Afghanistan War. <laughs> Things were good. <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course. Uh, but... Um, yeah, interesting time period. I mean, it sounds like we were all pretty much at the same point in high school. Um, so these, no matter what, these are going to be transformative, uh, years yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, very cool. Um, Andrew, what are we up to next? Well, next time for the holiday, we're going to be talking Nick Nick's Thanksgiving Fest, a uh, one-off like animated special from pretty early on, I believe. Very early, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah some people have mentioned this. I've seen some clips. I I definitely never watched the whole thing, so no, uh, this will be an. Interesting... It might be, yeah, it might be terrible, but that might be good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of hoping it's terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it definitely looks weird. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be a, a Thanksgiving special of the you know a genuine variety. It's a straight up thirty minute Thanksgiving animated feast. Um, that'll that'll certainly be interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, and in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on a Twitter. For now, man. With uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I just don't know if I can do it. Um, Elon Musk is now the king of Twitter, and uh, he like makes me want to puke. Uh, and you know, I don't know. Is it worth it? Are you guys on Twitter? Uh, Andrew, I know you're on Twitter. Uh, Jordan, are you on Twitter? I I do not have Twitter or Facebook. Okay, I have Instagram, and that's it. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. I just I don't, don't like think about it enough to. Uh, care what's happening in the in that verse sure sure he's just like a totally corrupt human being and i don't know if i want to be on his platform but at the same time facebook owns instagram and i don't know i don't know so uh anyway tricky uh anyway we're at bo we're at boc podcast uh and then you can find us on instagram at orange couch podcast you can email us at orange couch podcast at gmail.com you can hear us on podbean spotify apple podcast thank you to our newest reviewer 
on uh, Apple Podcasts with a five-star review that says, Deeply Incisive Takes on Cat Dog. Um, Yeah. Jeez, that sounds like a Chris comment almost. Oh, yeah. Well, they said they love they love Chris. He's whip smart. Mm, wow, uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you total... sure this isn't Chris commenting? As a matter of fact. Well, the, us- the username is FBVJJXFSFHV. So if that isn't some burner shit, I don't know what is. Like, that's... <laughs> Uh, I think that's definitely Chris. Um, <laughs> anyway, leaving us reviews really helps other people find us. Um, and uh, yeah, Spotify too. You can't write anything, but you can leave us star ratings. That's really helpful. Um, and Jordan, thank you so much for taking time to look at 2003 to chat with us. Like we are, we are so grateful. Hey, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, great fun. And we hope we'll see all you CSI fans next episode. blah 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 i don't know less <laughs> let me try it again yeah. right is that's the one where he like he puts his sunglasses on and it's like yeah 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 <laughs> people love this <laughs>